Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Welcome to Double Deuce. Double Deuce. We're here. Are you back to that? Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat it. I figure we're in a new era. I thought, I thought, I don't know. I remember. Here's one of. I think the last episode actually, you're talking about how you didn't have to do that anymore because we done something. I don't remember what it was. We got the Rob Schulte. That's thing right. Now. The yeah, Rob Schulte yeah. thing. Because he's like, Hi, I'm Rob Schulte, and I'm gonna introduce your thing. That's flawless. Yeah, that's my Rob Schulte impression. Flawless. Fuck you, Schulte. If you're out there, wherever you are. I think you already said fuck you to him by. Falling right back on your old, your old, you know what, here if I got a Rob intro, I'm going to riff. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, by dragging it out, yeah. Uh-huh. So this whole show is just one big fuck you to Rob. Uh, anyway, so for those of you who don't know Rob, uh, hit that Google, um, hashtag asshole from Brooklyn. That was... He's a good guy, we like He's him. a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he, and he's been really helpful uh, in mm-hmm. getting everything that we do, you know, kind of showing us some... It's cool stuff. So we actually really owe him a lot. Mm. Uh, hate him. That's, uh, you got some complicated feelings about Rob. I got complicated feelings about a lot of things. And speaking yeah. of, we should probably hit, we haven't talked for a few weeks. Because we have, because yeah, we kind of did some, uh, we hit a lot of recording there in a, about a week. So yeah, we haven't yeah. recorded in so, so two, three weeks, I we, think. We haven't, we haven't actually had a, an election quarter. Now, I don't That's think we true. should spend too much time on no. it because, Everybody's yeah. talked about it to death. We kind of talked about it, yeah, before we were recording. I think there's there's a lot of other places that especially we'll talk about it in depth. And also, I like to think, you know, we don't get very political here. And, you know, yeah. but I think uh, maybe this is a it's, it's a little 22-minute escape from the, the, the toils of your normal life. Exactly, and, uh, exactly. But but we just, I think, I personally just wanted to be like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Yeah, that was uh, pretty happened. terrible. Also, yeah. I feel like we just needed, uh, I put a little thing in the show notes for the last two, but there's that little like, is, <laughs> is it going to be weird now? Because I feel like, also, I don't know, uh, there was a little joke around, or mostly I think, uh, especially the holiday episode is still coming the special one with Rob at some point that was before the election. So yeah. like election joking around or not talking about it. I had to put on that little comic book editor's note that these events take place before the election kind of thing. <laughs> so some people are wondering like, why are we talking about it at all? If you hear an episode <laughs> where it sounds uh-huh. like we still have hope yeah. that was recorded before the mm-hmm. election. Yeah. And uh, now we're just sort of hollow husks of our former joy loving selves. Yeah. Uh, preparing for the coming apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. I said, just the one, the one thing I, I feel like, and the thing I think that sums up maybe the most disheartening thing about the election. I mean, you know, like, uh, one side, your side saying your side winning is one thing, but it's like, man, there are a lot of Nazis in America. Yeah, <laughs> Did yeah. Did not I mean, realize how many Nazis there were. And they're all like, oh, hey, we got mandate now. Yeah. So they're, they're coming out of the that's, woodwinds. Uh, that's disturbing. I mean, like, did you guys not watch fucking Indiana Jones when you were kids, too? Like, why do you think the not? Did you root for the Nazis? Like, what's <laughs> the... Come on. <laughs> when do you make that decision that you, you want to be the bad guy? Yeah. Uh, I just feel I, like anyone who's, like, in under 50... 
like has been raised on Indiana Jones on some level and should probably be like, you know, I don't think these Nazis have a good idea here. I yeah. think uh, I think I like the I like hat and whip guy. I don't like Nazi guy. Yeah, no, he's definitely the the the, the more compelling protagonist, like mm-hmm. next to next to face melty Nazi guy. With yeah, the, with the what, yeah, you put those those two guys on opposite sides. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, he's just clearly a, clearly hat whip guy. Hat whip guys go with. So sorry, those of you who weren't paying attention and became Nazis, we're not impressed with you. We're not impressed with your uh, regime. Um, I, I don't feel like it's a situation where, you know, everybody's like, you should be empathetic to other people's viewpoints. I draw the line at when it's like Nazi. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'm willing to like, I'm willing to be like, okay, so you're fiscally conservative. That doesn't make you a bad person. We can talk about that. We can look at the issue surrounding it. And you probably have some points. But if you're fiscally conservative, and you want to exterminate an entire race of people, mm-hmm. you've crossed a line. And, yeah. and I don't think, I don't think that we owe it, we, that we have to, to guilt ourselves because we're liberals and basically what we do is feel guilty about everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have to guilt ourselves about that because they're bad people. Like Indiana Jones wasn't like, man, Nazis, I find these guys really complicated. Uh-huh. No. No. He, he was, was like, I hate these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Literally said that. Yeah, a couple yep. times. Maybe, also said but... no ticket after he threw a fucker off a dirigible. It's true, you know, and that's not a that's not a big soul searching moment. Mm-hmm. He just threw the guy off a dirigible. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say dirigible a couple of times, so I got to do mission that. accomplished. But let's talk about um, yeah. Doomsday Prepping Corner because okay. here's the thing: I was having a conversation with my lovely wife mm-hmm. last night uh, while we were um, having a, a really good meal at Cafe Beautiful, like oh, man, that place is awesome date thing. Yeah, well, I if you're in Lawrence and you've got you've got some cash to, to throw at a, at a meal. It's not cheap, but it is worth it. It's definitely definitely worth it, and uh, I'm sure they would they would sponsor. Uh, uh, if they knew who we were or we, you know, pulled uh, down some big numbers. But um, the important thing is that... that there I, were a lot of, you know, circumstances that made it more appealing to advertise with us. Exactly. I'm sure exactly. lots of people would or, probably would jump at the chance. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. We're working on getting getting better. Um, but anyway, we're having this nice meal, mm-hmm. uh, as you do before the, the sort of end days. And, and we start talking, it's like, like, start talking about, about doomsday prepping mm-hmm. and how we both feel a little bit like maybe some of it is not a bad idea anymore. That the way things are going, that, that everything is crazy enough that mm-hmm. it is not sane to think that you may want to prepare in case things go wrong. But I can't see doing it because the people who do it are crazy unless you were doing it ironically but is there doesn't it defeat the purpose to ironically doomsday prep probably i mean i feel like there's there's a lot of good things about maybe a little extra preparedness right but i feel like there's a line you cross at a i need to we need to be completely sustainable to exist with no outside uh aid or Hurt for like three or to five years, kind of things. Like, man, that's a that is a full lifestyle, and that is yeah. uh, you've basically been like, you know, maybe the thing that causes this to be necessary never happens, but we are committing to the fact that it's going to, and that we are stepping away from what is a normal life and into this life. Yeah, and that seems potentially a little extreme. Like, now, I mean, you know, 
zombie apocalypse, complete breakdown of the government if something like that happens. And yeah, you are sitting pretty, but it is there's some long odds. I'm just saying you're following I, some long odds. But but is it like is it less more or less insane than trusting your money to the current banking system? I mean, you know, in, in a lot of ways, uh, stockpiling water and guns, at least at the end of the day, you have very tangible, you've got water and guns. And, it's and, true. you know, I would say, I would say though, a, you know, it is, yeah, you know, maybe things could do terribly wrong, but like the money banks, that kind of thing, that is the established system that we have that has been in place for a long time. And, you know, despite hiccups or, you know, worrisome things, still seems to be moving at a decent enough clip. I, I just think more or less crazy, I don't know. It, it's, it's longer odds. Man, it's longer I, I'm, odds. I'm telling you, I see the system breaking down, man. I see it breaking <laughs> it down. It could happen. I, I see don't it know. breaking Anything's down fast. possible. And and man, I don't I don't want to have to, you know, go through walk the earth with a with a shopping cart with my kid in it, mm-hmm. like getting cokes out of holes or babies being I don't know. I don't want to I'm not want to go all Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. But it doesn't but wouldn't it you know, maybe no, a rough existence. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. And, I, and, there, and that's, you know, preparedness is one thing, but like establishing a compound that can be self-sustaining for, well, for like several years and then potentially after that, depending on what you can build up. Yeah. is it's a, That's an extreme level step. And yeah, and on some level, if nothing else, yeah, it's, it's cheaper living, depending on how you're able to... to to well, regulate. And, and then you got to you, you be doing a certain amount of like farming. You got to be doing yeah. a certain amount of probably livestock raising. Uh, yeah. To be completely sustainable. Yeah. I mean, uh, and even then, like, there's only so much shit to like. Uh, are you going to make it so everything runs without electricity? If not, are you setting up a thing for electricity? You know, water. You can only stockpile so much water. Yeah, no, access I mean, to I, know water. There's, I know there's a lot, there's a lot to chew there. And, you know, once you, once you go down that rabbit hole, you can, you can go but way can, down. Way and, you fast. know, it's a big money investment. It's basically, yeah. you're, you're making a choice of like, this is the way. Yeah. yeah but, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's wrong. I'm just going to say it is, it is playing the long odds. Yeah. I, I think I Well, said I think for now we'll just stick to sort of ironic Certainly, thing, you know, like, if, like, if shit, something were to happen, especially, you know, there's maybe you don't go crazy sustainable, but, cause I, I feel like, you know, if something like big pandemic were to happen, it would be a real nice thing to have, like a fucking well-stocked cabin somewhere, yeah, so that you could ride that. Because that's the kind of shit where, like, shit will hit the fan real hard for a few years and then probably bounce back, depending on how many people died. But it's <laughs> like you—that's the kind of thing where, like, yeah, you could ride that out in a nice, well-stocked side space. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you know, a complete collapse. You can only build so much, and then you're probably looking at warlord situations and and like mutant gangs, yeah, you know, sweeping through the countryside. And I feel like then you're playing a, a time game. I don't know. <laughs> well, this, this has been a dark episode so it far. It has, it has. But I think it's it's all good things to think about. And you know, I would be interested uh, in in what a, folks out there listening what their survival strategies slash pension funds are like. Uh, so hashtag. Um, you know, apocalypse time, fun time, uh, and and let us know, uh, or 
hit us up at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. Tell us what your survival plan slash pension looks like. I do have a, a buddy who you know, uh, Hennessy, at one point was like, had, had the farm out in the country. He's like building up. He's like, just so you know, you're on the team if the zombies come. <laughs> I'll give you the map. <laughs> so you, can come be, you can come help us start our community. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So you're sitting pretty. So that's the thing about, yeah. So I'm like, I feel like, especially more than doing the full investment, like, just maybe find that one guy who's willing to start doing the work and get in on the team. Be like, yeah. I'm a, I could be a valuable member of your team. Yeah. Like, as long as I can get out of the city, <laughs> uh, then, you know, it's still good. Well, that was and, really, and I don't have to devote my life to it. That was that was sort of what was on my plate recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what you got going on on yours? What's what's happening? And let's have Nelson Gordon. Not a lot, man. My back's been messed up. That fucking sucks. I know. Which I've been. Uh, I was taking uh, a lot of muscle relaxers for it, and that shit just fucks with your head. And so, <laughs> like, you'll just get like it's like having narcolepsy and shit, right. especially after a little bit. Uh, so honestly, I've been having to use some uh, marijuana to help self-medicate for pain management. I don't think anyone. Full disclosure: I'm a little you. high right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, uh-huh. well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And you, so you've been bringing me down a little. I gotta say, oh, with all man, your I'm sorry. I'm trying to be more optimistic. We could talk about something fun. It's cool if you want. It's cool. I, just, I just wanted. To, I'm just trying to keep it real in the post-election environment. That's fine. You're just trying to be prepared. It's cool. I was a Boy Scout. I know about that. that. Well, hey, let's talk about some your marketing corner. How about? Uh, okay. I mean, You've obviously being high. This would be a perfect time to get creative. It's um, true. So, uh, any top marketing tips that we should uh, be watching out for or looking at? I don't know. You know, I can't think of a thing right now. But you're making me think that we're doing this goddamn little drummer boy game. <laughs> and, and so, the only marketing that keeps going into my head is like that fear of a national commercial using the little, little drummer boy song. For those of you who don't know, it's you put in money in a pot, and then when if you hear the little drummer boy between Friday and Christmas, then you're out, and someone is able to go through that and not hear it, they win. And so now we kind of live in fear of this song. One very simple, yeah, one very simple rule, and that is that you cannot hear little drummer boy. If you do, you have to immediately write in and mm-hmm. explain what circumstances you heard it, and you are you are out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a last person standing who is probably a big liar, since this whole thing is on the honor system, Possibly. or someone who's uh, living in their own compound in the woods, exactly. is cut off Another from all media. Place where perhaps survivalism uh-huh. is not a, a bad option. That's true. Uh, but anyway, they they win the, the the pot, and so far only uh, two, I think, two or three people have, have gone out. I yeah, I've uh, only remember seeing one so far, but, but it uh, is early. <laughs> Man, yeah, I was at JCPenney's yesterday, and they were playing Christmas music, so I was kind of on the iPod, but like off and on a little, just because it gets real weird in a crowded store with uh, listening to music. So a couple of times I was rolling the dice. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of marketing corner right now is don't use the fucking little drummer boy song because that really fuck us over. Exactly. And if you're if you're not a marketer, you can mm-hmm. still play along to the drummer boy thing. Um, just send us three dollars. Yeah, and uh, and we'll hold on to it, mm-hmm. uh, and then just uh, tell us when you when you hear little drummer boy. I've actually I was a little surprised that not more people have gone out yet. There are approximately. 30 I think people, people are on high guard, and I. I also yeah. think, you know, 
Yeah, it's starting. Like, the Christmas thing is starting. It starts earlier and earlier. But I feel like until you really get in that December 5th, 10th, 15th, that mid-December-ish, that's where it becomes inescapable. And that's where it's going to get real crazy. I think I think somebody I, th- I think once you let your guard down, mm-hmm. you're gonna, it's going to start happening. Well, especially um, like it's just going to become where it's hard to keep your guard up and still function in society. Yeah, yeah. After some people, a while, some people probably won't be going out very mm-hmm. often. Uh, I mean, I, I, the nice thing is you can do all your shopping online now, That's uh, true. which is a, which is a good thing. Uh, speaking of places that I didn't hear the little drummer boy, but that I would like to bitch about. Oh yeah, I saw you. Yeah. I, I went to Spin Neapolitan Pizza, yeah. which is a chain restaurant. Which I, I think, that, you know, a friend of the show, Matthew Herbert, said he liked it there. I seem Yeah, remember. well, you know what? Matthew Herbert is is wrong. Mm-hmm. Matthew Herbert. He's wrong about buying washing machines, and he's wrong about Spin Pizza. That's right. That's right. Okay, so first of all, let me tell you a little bit about this. But which might explode and kill you. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that that I, I there are a lot of places that I like. I, it sort of comes off like I hate everything. We, we already, just earlier in the show, said Cafe Beautiful is a delightful place exactly, to eat. And exactly. And especially for you who love soup, they have an amazing soup there. But back to Spin Pizza. Okay, so you you go in, and the first thing that always fucks me off whenever I go someplace mm-hmm. is if somebody says, are you familiar with our concept? <laughs> and it's like, God damn it, I know what a pizzeria is. I don't want to have a five-minute conversation with you about how I navigate your restaurant. Uh-huh. If it's that complicated to navigate the sun, the your should be the sign should work in steps. That's how all those concepts always work. Don't make your restaurant so complicated that you have to explain it to people when they come in the door. All right, you're not a fucking educational institution. Mm-hmm. You're not a fucking bank. I'm not getting a long term loan that I need to know mortgage rates. I can look on a board and see a fucking pizza. Uh-huh. All right, I just want to order a fucking pizza. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about how it's made. I don't want to. I don't care if you can do gluten-free. I'd ask for it if I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know about your half-serviced staff, which basically means you order at the front and then a bunch of teenage kids wander around cluelessly not paying attention to you for the rest of your meal. All right, that's not service. That's you overpaying staff members to do nothing, and that is your problem. And I don't want it brought into my, to my life. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's just, it's kind of uh, are you familiar with our concept? It's kind of a daunting question. Maybe more like, a, have you been here before? And yeah. then, and if yeah. you say no, be like. Well, there's the board. Ask if you got any questions. Like, That's all that needed to be you said. You can be more laid back about it. You don't have to be like, hey. Yeah, I, I could ask a question when I when I go up to order the, the food, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is very expensive. Yeah. And how expensive like 12, is it? It was 12 bucks for a pizza. and then what, How big food, a pizza? What's that? A 12-inch pizza. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, that and, seems a little pricey, yeah. yeah. And then it was like, it was, of course, two or three bucks for the drinks. And then like six bucks for the kid's meal, which was mac and cheese. And the wife is like tasting it, and she's like, just craft mac and cheese. <laughs> You're like, at least take some, make some fucking... 
fucking effort uh-huh. if you're going to charge six bucks. Yeah. You know? Don't, like, don't, that, don't make something that we can get for a dollar. Five cents of fucking mac and cheese uh-huh. on that plate. And the thing, like the world's tiniest piss cup of gelato. Yeah. And that's and you're charging me six bucks for it. And then she told the manager, she's like, I really am a little bit disappointed in this mac and cheese. And the manager just looks at her like no one has ever said anything <laughs> offensive about a Neapolitan spin pizza before. And she's like, well, we can't do everything. <laughs> it's like, no, you can't do good mac and cheese, obviously. No, you can't do everything. It's not that hard, man. It's, you already have an operating Buy kitchen. some shells and make a cheese sauce. Uh-huh. I could have gone back there and done it in the time it took to get the food. Yeah. <sighs> Assholes. And the pizza was, uh, it was okay. It was okay. okay. But 30 bucks, all told, Jesus, for the three of us. Bucks. Yeah, when we didn't have booze or Three anything. of you, one of you is a uh, still a toddler, infant toddler. Yeah, yeah. Not eating. It could have been better mac and cheese, but still been a tiny amount. He's he doesn't need a lot. He doesn't need a lot, but 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 it was just it was just he just bad needs he just needs around. his scotch and his cigarettes and whatever else he's putting in his body. He's kind of like whatever, ma. And and it's like it's like the the, the problem is in in a town where. There is already some pretty good pizza options, mm-hmm. uh, like the Neapolitan pizza, whatever the concept was, because their because their their oven spins around. It's like <laughs> oh fucking woohoo, woohoo! Wait, they got a spinning oven. They got a spinning oven. That's their big. That's their big shtick. Oh shit! Right. Well, okay, oh, sorry. Break down the spinning oven. Now you got me. Now I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> Explain the spinning well, oven to me. It's like a big wood burning stove, one of those those wood ovens, the the fucking kind they use. Be more descriptive. Room. I'm you not know, seeing it in my it's, eyes. It's ceramic with the wood with uh-huh. the wood fire inside, okay. real hot. Okay. And it's got like a lazy a, Susan it's, on it. It's got so a lazy, like, it's a circle. Like How a, many holes? I don't know. Two the two holes, one on each side. Okay. And I put the pizza. But if it's in, in a circle, why do you need two holes? Uh, listen, <laughs> man, I'm not gonna justify spin pizza. Okay. If you want to go in and ask They'll tell you all about their concept. All right, but it's going to cost you thirty bucks to get out of there, and the pizza is. But I'm just one man. Little less good than Papakino, so I'm Uh just saying, go to Uh Papakino, save yourself about half, and uh, and do that, and you get a better salad, and Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, no, fuck that place. I don't like businesses that on that part of town. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just generally. Like, fuck the Big Biscuit, fuck Hurricane Alley car wash. That's a whole nother story for another time. But I oh, hate man. those motherfuckers. And uh, and I would say, uh, no. I, their heads B- will Big's be the- Burger's all right. That Big's Burger's okay. Johnny's West. Johnny's West is a nice place to catch a football game. That is. That really is. It's time to stop already. This I know. Is that really went fast. So fast. Well, I think we learned a lot today. Um, don't put Little Drummer Boy in your music. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't go to spin pizza unless you're Matthew Herbert. Uh, Rob Schulte is a dick. And, uh. You make a lot of enemies. Maybe you do need to set up a fucking woodsy cabin to, just to escape. Maybe. When maybe, the, yeah. When people maybe, finally turn on you. Maybe, maybe my own hell is my head. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll go I think, you know, I think we haven't recorded in a while. I think we kind of got to that with Jason Keezer, you know, yeah. helping us with our therapy. I think you realized that. You were living in a hell of your own making, but it's been a while since you recorded, and clearly you forgot. That's true. Well, it's a nice reminder. It's good to see you again. Yeah. 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 See you next week. Yeah. We got James Frager on. Yep. Who knows how that's going to go? That'll be interesting. All right. Double deuce. Double deuce. (laughs) 
Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.